Well, hey there, friends, and welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast. This is episode number 155. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, and I am like really happy that you're here today. I really am. I hope that (laughs) this is a podcast that's really helpful for you today. It's a continuation of actually of a past podcast, so it's like a part two. I'll get to that in just a sec. I do want to, before we jump in, before we get going on anything in the podcast today, I wanted to do a little retailer love, a little a little shout out, a little retailer shout out and love. And today I wanted to specifically shout out to an Inner Circle member, a community member, Level Up Mastermind member uh, that's been, I've been working with for many years, and that's Jeff Lee from the Vintage Nest. Jeff lives in a town called Mount Holly, And I'm going to tell you, I am giving him a shout out. Not only has he been growing his business steadily, (laughs) surely, Jeff was on the podcast. We'll link his podcast episode here. He's a great wealth of information in many ways. But today, what I want to give him a little shout out about is not about the retail success that he is seeing. And that's all wonderful. (laughs) And I'm really happy about all of that. But it's the other side of his business I shouldn't say the other side of his business, another dream or another goal and things that he's doing in his business that I really think that we all can learn a lesson from. So not it's not just about the things that we sell. We all know that, right? It's about communities that we belong to and the lifestyles that we're living. And several years ago, uh, Jeff and I had a conversation about you know, his downtown and how it was kind of quiet and not really exciting and his dream was for it to become a gathering place and busy and vibrant again. And it's happening because so many downtowns and small towns have a missing, have that missing element. And Jeff has been working really hard behind the scenes with other community members and, you know, associations and going to meetings and, you know, learning and being that person in his downtown community. This is what that's what he wanted for his downtown for it to become a gathering place. He did a post a couple of weeks ago. By the way, he has no idea I'm talking about this year now. Hey, Jeff. So I'm just really proud. He did a post a couple of weeks ago um, because he just wanted to just a picture of him sitting in front of his shop and all these people were gathering. He had his dog and he said, you know what? It's coming true. His downtown is becoming vibrant. It's becoming that gathering spot. His business is encouraging and supporting the downtown. He really, it's just a really beautiful thing to see what's happening to Mount Holly. And it's just, I don't know, a shout out. I also have watched Jeff like create a lifestyle. So he's not just revitalizing his downtown. I mean, he's not doing that single-handedly. <laughs> Let me just say, you know, he's just been really involved in keeping his business going and helping other small business owners in the community. And it's just hats off. You know, he's had increased sta- sales. He's improving his quality of his shop, you know, for the buyers that are in his community. He's also prioritizing his health. He's staying, you know, vibrant in his community in many ways. So a little retailer love shout out to you, Jeff. And I want to encourage everybody to just go follow along and see what Jeff's doing. We'll have Jeff's shop. It's the Vintage Nest in Mount Holly. You can find that. And just Jeff's very inspiring to follow. So stay tuned. We're going to have some other retailer shout outs every podcast because there's so many cool retailers doing cool things. Don't you think? I know you're probably one of them, right? So maybe we'll give you a shout out in in an upcoming episode. So I just wanted to do 
first right up off the bat and make sure that we got that in so that you could follow along with Jeff and be inspired by, you know, we're not just building businesses, we're building lifestyles, right? We're building, we're building lifestyles and businesses that all work together. So I hope that's working for you. And I hope that's how you're feeling about your business. I also wanted to mention before we jump into today's podcast as well, I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about H&H Americas. So I mentioned in a previous podcast, and maybe this is the first time you're hearing it, if you are a creative shop owner, if you're making your living from the craft and creative industry, I would love to meet you in Chicago. There's a fantastic trade show called H&H Americas. It's running from June 21st to June 23rd at the Donald E. Stevens Convention and Conference Center in Rosemont, Illinois, which is right at the airport in Chicago. <laughs> so H&H Americas, it is a premier trade show. And I it's very unique, very interesting, and it's going to be so much fun. I'm personally teaching a couple of classes there that I think a lot of you would really enjoy. And we're going to be talking about hobby to business mindset and stepping into that role of CEO. We're also going to be teaching event planning and how to fill those seats uh, in workshops if you're doing anything along those lines. It's the first time that H&H Americas uh, this year will be including all craft sectors, extending the event to an entire creative community. I'm really excited about that. I am going to be teaching again at the two sessions and I do have a discount code for entry into just the main floor, not all the training sessions, but if you'd like to join me in in Chicago, it is uh, CST23 and you can find that at the H&H Americas. I'm going to put the link to that to their ticketing center. Is that what you call it? The ticketing center <laughs> and in the show notes so you can easily go through it. It gives you a free exhibit pass. But again, there's the full conference passes there as well. That might be fun as well. I am hoping to do a meetup and meet as many of you. If you're going to be there, I want to know. I want to hang out. I want to see you. I'll reach through the podcast world and uh, let's connect. I'd love to see you in the classes. I'd also love to see you. Just let me know if you're coming. I'm going to try to connect with me on Instagram. Let's try to connect. I'm hoping to have a meet and greet if there's enough people, enough listeners going. So far, registration has been really heavy on all of the classes. So thank you, by the way, if you've already registered, it's pretty flattering. So I'd love to see you there. Anyhow, let's get on with the show. I hope you can join us in uh, H&H America's in Chicago. It is June 21st to 23rd, and it's going to be a great place to go and learn about new trends, learn about, you know, meet up with other vendors. It's to be able to touch and feel and talk to people. It's just going to be a great way to um, just to get revitalized, I think, is one thing and find some great new vendors for your shop. Okay, let's get on with the show. Today, I am talking about boundaries. So if you listened to my podcast episode last week, I interviewed Christy Carter-Tolkorn from episode 154. We had a great conversation. And then after, after, after we were done recording, which I wish I had kept the recording on, we got Gabby because that's what we do. And I really, again, should have kept, kept the recording on. We had some great conversation after we turned it off. So I wanted to continue the conversation here, not with Christy, but some of the things that I pulled out of our conversation, the overflow, some of my thoughts on it, some of the other conversations I've been having with a lot of retailers 
just hearing a lot of retailers, we just don't have time for overwhelm. We don't have time. We have to really protect our boundaries. So some of my clients lately have been kind of slipping back into bad habits. <laughs> and I say that because I do it too. We all do it, right? So I wanted to sort of bring this all to the light and see if we can shed some light, I guess, on how to really protect ourselves and our boundaries. Have you ever had a client text you at 11 o'clock at night or maybe a staff member call you on your day off to tell you that you're completely out of toilet paper or something crazy that's necess that's necessary? Have you ever maybe found yourself working late at night on your computer and you're at home and you're trying to get things done? Or maybe you're answering a quick text or doing some social media while you should be on a dinner date with your with your partner. I don't know. If you've said yes to any of those things, then today's podcast might be for you. I also think it's really important for us to remember, and I literally in my notes here, I have this highlighted. Uh, I'm old school, so everything's all written down. <laughs> and it's highlighted prioritizing our life and our lifestyle over the business. Prioritizing our life and our lifestyle over the business. And that is hard sometimes, right? We get busy. We think we should. We go, you know, all crazy for everything. So I just wanted to bring some things, some really easy strategies and some things to think about today on the podcast that are all actionable and all things that I've seen work for real retailers. So I don't know if you've ever heard of yellow lines, but we're going to talk about yellow lines as well, too. So let's jump in. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk podcast, the go-to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple, proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Okay, the reason I decided to do a follow-up podcast to share these reminders Again, I keep seeing us kind of waver off these yellow lines. And when I talk about yellow lines, and I share this a lot inside our, our private members group, the Retailers Inner Circle, and I talk about this a lot. So members know what I'm talking about probably when I say yellow lines. But if you think about yellow lines on the road, and you know, you have to kind of stay in the yellow lines, right? When you're driving down the road. That's how I like to think about boundaries. So if I am home, I try to stay in the home boundaries and I want you to try that as well too. So I'm not thinking about work and you know, we're thinking about work, but I mean, actually actively doing all opening my laptop and working all the time. So the yellow lines are there as reminders to keep in your yellow lines of whatever it is you should be working on date night with your hubby. Maybe we need to have yellow lines around that so that we're not doing other things. If you're at your kid's soccer game or you're at a friend's house for dinner like there's yellow lines around that we don't need to be on our phones or checking work or saying no even maybe to going out for dinner when we should be saying yes or could be saying yes because we haven't put boundaries around our days and our structure around our business again prioritizing life and lifestyle over the business and that is you know it's possible I see it all the time so 
how do we set boundaries? I think we, or why do we need to even set boundaries? And I think it's important because it helps us prioritize our energy, right? That's important right now, (laughs) our energy, our space, our mindset. Maybe it's the space in your mindset. That's for me, that's really important. It's the importance of taking care of ourself, having communications with your team, setting boundaries with your vendors and your customers and your family even like we're going to talk a little bit about that learning to say no is essential that's a hard one for a lot of us and that's really important for a healthy work-life balance now I'm not here to tell you that we can have a complete balance I think we all realize that you know it all kind of works together our our work life but after talking to Christy and the reason I really wanted to bring this up and have a kind of a simple conversation about it today you know Christy's this wonderful, busy, crazy, busy business that her and her husband, so it's their whole family income. So there's, you know, not pressure. I don't like using that word, but you know, the business is the business is what they do. And yet they have established this fantastic boundary around, you know, not being work on all the time. And I'm going to share some of the things that Christy's doing that I love and some other retailers that are doing as well too. So one thing before we dig in though, some of these things, people are going to (laughs) poo-poo. They're going to like roll your eyes. I know it. This happens every time I have a conversation with people about boundaries or putting in, you know, things that might make things easier. You you have to decide that you want to be willing to give it a try. The rewards are super surprising. They're super surprising. And you have to try really hard to not say, yeah, but, yeah, but that won't work for me. Or yeah, but you don't understand. Or yeah, but my life is different. I promise you, if you just try to remove that yeah, but just for a little bit, and you're willing to listen to some of these suggestions and give them a try, I have seen all of these things work with like tons of clients. I'm not sharing anything that I haven't even, I haven't seen before. I haven't um, done myself. And it just be open to change. There we go. How's that? Just be open to change. Be willing to change. So even if you're finding things pretty simple right now, you might be surprised at some things that you can make even better. So that's another way of looking at it. One of the biggest aha moments, one of the biggest things in establishing those yellow lines and those boundaries is setting work hours. That's hard, isn't it? When I said that, maybe some of you are like, oh, how do I do that? Establish and stick to like a schedule. So Christy is a great example. And she shared, touched a little bit about this on the podcast, but she leaves her laptop at the shop. She does not take her laptop home. She does not take it home at all. She doesn't do any work at home. She really struggles with, not struggles with, I shouldn't say that. She really is protective of her mindset, her health, her wellness, her well-being, her family's well-being, her husband and her her relationship, like the relationship can't be work all the time. And take it from me and my husband who's podcasting, who's who does the editing here on the podcast, you know, it's hard to put those boundaries in place sometimes. You have to be really intentional about it. So Christy actually, Christy and Craig leave their laptop at the shop and they have shop hours. And when they are not in the shop, they are not working on the business. Now, Christy will tell you, like all of us, you know, that she's walking on the beach and she's probably thinking of cool new things that she can do or whatever, but she's not forced to do her social media or answer posts or set up events or whatever the thing is that you feel you need to do tonight. 
on your laptop. She's not doing that. So I want to encourage you, and I, I see it with a lot of other people as well, that they are not, they set business hours and they stick to it. I try to, I try not to work at night. This has been hard. It was hard for me. And I do not work at night. I've set a lot of boundaries and I can I can hear like and feel some of you smiling now because you know my boundaries um, and, and we'll get to a few of those in a minute. But I have had to set boundaries because I'm a people pleaser. I want to please all the people. <laughs> I want I just want to say yes to everything. And I want to make sure I'm being a super amazing customer service person and all of the things. And we can be all those and still have set work hours. So establish your work hours and plan what you need to do, which is possible. It is possible. If it's not possible, you need to delegate more. And we'll talk about that too. But anyway, the second one is communication. This is a big one. Feeling like you need to be on and also establishing priorities with different people. So being open and honest with everyone involved in your business about your needs to sit down and have a CEO date or sit down and do things. Training your You're training your customers to expect replies if you're replying to them at 11 o'clock at night. I have been there, 100% been there. Create autoresponders and, you know, have regular business hours. A really interesting note here is that people take, um, it's proven that people take businesses and their owners way more serious when they act like a business. You can still be high touch, but even that's even high touch coaches and high touch businesses. I'm telling you, people will respect you more and you will look like a better business if you are answering people at one o'clock in the morning because you got a text from somebody who needed something from you. You do not have to answer all the time. You can be an amazing business owner and still answer on your own terms. I know a lot of people who only answer emails a couple days a week, believe it or not. Now you have to know your own business, but you have to figure out what works for you. And if it's too much or if it's a necessity, then you have to figure out how we can make that work better for you. The other thing is you are, if you are training your customers to text you on your, on your personal phone, I'm going to tell you to stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. You cannot be giving out your personal text number to all of even your like most amazing clients. I have a high touch relationship with all of my mastermind members. They can they can get a hold of me in a lot of different ways. We Voxer, they can send me texts or that you know not texts, they can send me emails. There's nobody, there's very few people that have my text, my phone number, my text number. Is that what you say? My text number? Anyway. I just want to encourage you, and it's not because I don't love them. It's just I've set up an easy way for me to look and check. We have Voxer. We use Voxer, and they also can email me. They also know that I don't always respond on the weekends. It's Unless it's a real emergency, which they would let me know, but I do maybe if I'm around or I have time or I have availability or whatever it is, I will answer them, but they know not to expect that. So you can still be super high touch and super professional and an amazing customer service, even without instant replies. If you do need instant replies, there are, there are things that we can do and put in place for that as well too. But you do not have to answer every Facebook, social media, everything that happens right away instantly. You also, again, as I said, you're training your customers to text you on your phone. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. That's my advice for that. We need to have phone lines inside our shop. 
letting your there's another you know other ways of setting communication up letting your family or the people around you your kids know that they can't interrupt you when you're having your business hours set i have one client one retailer who likes to do her ceo dates on monday mornings and she was finding it really hard because you know whatever family all around so she goes into a room she closes the door and she actually puts a sign up that says mom's ceoing <laughs> you know like they're not they're they all know the rules they know they're not supposed to bug her now <laughs> unless somebody's bleeding i think that's what she told me so you just have to be open and tell people and be responsive responsible for your own communication with the people that are around you. And that goes for your vendors or whoever, like whoever you're working with, whoever's the one that's kind of interrupting your yellow lines. If you're supposed to be doing this or that, or you out of your set work hours, how can you fix that? You're in work, when you're in work mode, be in work mode. And when you're in home mode, be in home mode if you can. So the other, to this, to that point, delegate more, trust your team to handle tasks and responsibilities. Stop checking in on them incessantly get better at giving them lists and get better at asking their help get better at communicating it's always just a little bit better we can always get a little bit better number four is unplugging from work that's a hard one right turning off your computer and your phone during family time it seems like a no-brainer but there's your reminder i challenged a client who said she couldn't do that she's like i cannot when the shop is open i cannot turn my phone off like no way jose can i turn my phone off and my response to that is always unless you're a brain surgeon unless that's on one of your services offered no one is going to die if you turn your phone off while you're having a meal with your family you know, it's important to unplug from work. And I'm not sure where this incessive, like we have to be on on our phones all the time. It is a bad habit. We know it. As I'm saying that, you know it. But try to practice, put this into practice to leaving your phone in the other room or whatever it is and unplug from work. Stop checking on them. Stop checking all the time. <laughs> Stop checking every every time there's a sale. Like I'm, I know you're happy and all that kind of thing, but you can't do anything about it from your from your beach chair. You can't do anything about it. It's really important to not be checking all the time. The next part is scheduling time off. This is a big one for boundaries. And this is like setting boundaries about time off and planning yellow lines around actual time off. So vacations, days off, days to recharge. This is the only way you are going to not burnout. This is the way to stay happy. <laughs> what do they say? You know, happy mom or whatever that saying is, it's the same thing, you know, happy business owner, happy life. So you can prioritize your lifestyle by taking time off. Rest and time off is not a reward for working hard. And it is an essential part of your business. It's for your business health. So rest is, is literally like you own a computer, you should also have rest. It should be like part of your essential toolkit. You have to have rest because we can't deplete ourselves so that we can show up. And I know I've done podcasts on that before and talking about self-care and all of that kind of stuff, but rest should not be a reward. It's like an essential part. It's a necessity. You have to take time off. So plan that, get that on the calendars and then Keep your yellow lines around that. When you are on your vacation, be on vacation. Don't grab your computer. And I'm kind of guilty of this. I used to do this. So now I have 
parts of my vacation, maybe like it's not so much vacation. I'm like a couple of days I'm planning to be brainstorming or working sessions and then I'm taking vacation. So it's okay to take time off that you plan to work through something or do something, but plan actual days off where you are not working. This is the only way you can recharge. Um, Christy's another example. I have tons of clients who never used to take vacations or time off. And now I, you know, I, I encourage it so much that I guess I talk about it a lot in one of my groups so that I see them doing it on the regular. There's, you know, dozens and dozens of examples I could give you of retailers who are like, huh, the world didn't fall apart while I was on my vacation with my yellow lines around it so that I wasn't, you know, I wasn't checking incessantly or I wasn't checking in or I wasn't feeling stressed or I wasn't feeling like I had to work the whole time. So I want to encourage you to make sure you're scheduling and taking time off. The next and last one is utilizing tools and systems that can help you with all of this. So use communication binders, like an old fashioned binder at the counter. <laughs> I've shared that before, but it's a wonderful way to communicate with your with your clients or you're not your clients, your employees can communicate with you. You can have checklists in that communication binder. We're getting low on toilet paper. So now they're not calling you. They don't have to call you. Fred comes in and wants to get a certain colored product and you don't, you know, people don't know if it's in. Instead of them calling you, they leave a note and you check the notes when you come in. Now that you can have a digitalized version of this, but honestly, a binder works at the counter. <laughs> like a binder, a notebook, whatever you have. I like binders because I can put checklists and sheets inside them. It might be old school, but works really well. You have to use what works, but use what works for you. But communicating with your staff in a simple binder, by the way, that's called a system. <laughs> I know we don't like to talk about systems, but that's a, a system. I mentioned email autoresponders earlier. That's a great tool to have. Customers aren't left waiting. They're like, hey, thanks for emailing us. We answer emails when we can or phone, leaving phone messages, very clear voicemail messages. It's all just simple systems. Think about how people are communicating with you and where you feel you need to like instantly reply, which you don't, as I said, and where could you put a system in place? So you could set up um, the other thing. Again, I mentioned this earlier, setting up a separate line for your shop so you avoid sharing any personal phone numbers with your team. And, and listen, if you're listening to this and you're maybe a one person show or something, you're like, it's no big deal. You're going to grow your business. Your business is going to grow. You are going to have to have team members. Nobody can work every day, all day and run a business. And I, I preach this all the time. We talk about it all the time. If there's one takeaway, you need to listen to me. You need to have a business line. I was guilty of this. I had my own phone. It's like, oh, it's no big deal. You know, those are one of those expenses you do want to in invest in increasing your phone line and having a shop phone line. Again, you see more professional. It's in the shop. You can leave it there at night. You don't have to take it home. You can, you know, when you have somebody filling in and when you start hiring staff, there's a staff phone. So I can feel people nodding. There's people like other retailers that have made that mistake. Maybe if you're just starting out or you have a small shop, do not have a personal phone line. Get a business line. You're a business put your CEO hat on and that's what you want to do. So I hope you found this helpful. I think it's really important. Again, being an excellent leader and a CEO does not mean that we're sacrificing our well-being. You can be 
you can set those boundaries and you can be awesome and high touch and caring and a people pleaser, just like me, (laughs) try to be a people pleaser and still have boundaries. It is so necessary. It's really necessary. It's the only way and it's the only way you can have a sustainable retail business. So remember the golden egg analogy, talked about that before, you are the golden egg, we have to take care, you are the biggest asset, you have to take care of yourself. If you don't take care of yourself, your business will fall apart. I'm going to say that again, remember the golden egg analogy, you have to take care of yourself to ensure the success of your business, because if you fall apart, it's a domino effect, right? So that's where all of these boundaries come in place and rest comes in place and tools and delegation and all of the things we shared today, they all are necessary for us in order to have boundaries in our business. So my challenge to you, I guess, today is to try one of these new habits. So, and I call it habit stacking. So maybe there's just one thing you're going to try this week. Maybe you're going to try putting yellow lines around, leaving your phone off the table when you're not, when you're having dinner or whatever, wherever you are in this world of boundaries. So try a new habit. Try it for three days or a week and see how that feels. And don't make excuses. Stop yabbutting. Stop yabbutting me. I can hear you now, right? So try it for three days or a week. And I would love to know, like share your experience, share your boundary setting experiences in the past. What are you doing to set boundaries? I love to know. I love to hear from you. I would love to know. I'd also love to know your success stories around this. So if you're like Christy and so many other retailers that I, you know, I know that are setting boundaries and having this, you know, prioritizing, you know, really prioritizing life and lifestyle over the demands of your business, I would love to know about it. Can you share it with us? So you can reach out to me on Instagram or you can send me an email. You can connect with me. I would love to know. And uh, leave a leave a review if you haven't left a review and let us know if this has been helpful to you. So thank you for being here, my friends. I have another fabulous uh, guest coming up in the n- next week for you. And I hope you will join us. We are super excited to be going into the spring season, I guess. No, I guess we're going into spring and summer with some great, fabulous new podcasts for you. And I'm really excited. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for joining me. I hope you found this helpful and I hope you'll set some boundaries for yourself. Thank you, my friend. We'll see you next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week, and I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash podcast. Everything that you need to hear about today's podcast is there. Also an opportunity if you need to reach out to me. If I can support you in any way whatsoever, please feel free to reach out. So thanks for joining us. Please leave a review, subscribe if you can, and never miss an episode. We hope to see you back here again next week. Thanks, my friend. Have a great week.